Welcome to the Invest Smarter Podcast, where you'll learn about the power of building wealth through real estate and how you can achieve financial freedom through multifamily investing. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com, and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. Now, here's our host, Simon Castillo. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Invest Smarter podcast. I'm your host, Simon Castillo. Today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about risk tolerance and what risk tolerance means to each of us as as individuals. Um, But before I get started, uh, let me just remind everyone again that uh, if you are interested in investing um, now and would like to learn more, the best way to do that is to head over to our website, sastexascapital.com. There you'll find some free resources that you can download. We have a free ebook. We have a white paper on multifamily investing, and we have our newsletter. So you can download any of our free resources. That'll get you onto our email list, and you will be notified uh, immediately when we have new opportunities available. Uh, our newsletter is full of information on existing investments, as well as a market commentary. Um, signing up for the newsletter also gets you to our onto our email list and will notify you of new opportunities as they become available. As always, we have existing investment opportunities. So if you're looking to invest, whether it be long-term or short-term, we have opportunities now that are available for you. Again, the best way to learn more, sastexascapital.com. I'm always happy to answer questions. You can email me directly, simon at sastexascapital.com. So moving on to um, talking about investor tolerance, I think that's a, a a question that a lot of investors struggle with. I know I kind of struggled with it for a while, just trying to determine what exactly is my investor tolerance or what is your investor tolerance as you know as an investor. What with with so many options available to you, um, the the question always becomes you know how much risk are you willing to take, and how much of a risk premium do you need in order to take on certain types of investments. I think in terms of what, what is risk premium, I think the easiest way to, to, to define it is what is that additional premium that you as an investor requires to take on any additional risk? So traditionally, the, the U.S. Treasury yield, bond yield, has been thought of as the, the risk-free rate, although uh, realistically there are no risk-free investments. But uh, the U.S. Treasury bond yield has been you know, for, for many, many years has thought has been thought of as the um, traditional risk-free rate. So if as an investor, we start to think about that uh, and, and, and that is considered safe money, um, you know, the US, U.S. Treasury bond right now yields, let's say it's about 4%. Um, or maybe you can find a high yield savings account or CD uh, that's F- uh, that's FDIC insured. That's also making about a 4% yield. So let's for for purposes of our discussion, let's use 4% as kind of a proxy for what a risk-free rate may be. So let's say that as an investor, you're looking um, and comparing some investments and you're looking at a potential real estate deal that's projected to return, you know, roughly about 8% a year, um, or maybe you have a high yield dividend uh, paying company uh, as a stock um, that's paying a 7% yield. So essentially in, in these two examples, that's about a three to 4% in additional yield um, is the risk premium 
for taking on the additional risk instead of staying in the risk-free or safe um, uh, money. So, you know, 4% treasury, 4% high yield savings account versus 8% real estate deal, 7% uh, stock deal. Um, so that's where the 3 to 4% additional yield comes from. And that's the risk premium that you are willing to accept for taking on the additional risk of investing in a real estate deal or investing in the stock market. And when we talk about risk, um, especially if we're trying to measure risk, there's a, there's a lot of things that we can look at. Um, but some of the some of the more common ones that that you as an investor will probably see will be default risk, liquidity risk, uh, price fluctuation risk, obviously in the in the stock market. Um, you know, to name a few. And as and as there's more incremental risk, the then there should be higher incremental reward. Uh, but what's really important to understand is, again, what is your tolerance? What is your risk tolerance? What are you comfortable with? So I'll share a quick story um, that, that happened a, a couple of years ago in my own brokerage account, uh, where there was a, a company that was publicly traded uh, that had fallen uh, almost 50% from its all-time highs. And I decided at that moment that I was going to take a position in it in the hopes that maybe the stock would recover and I could essentially double my money uh, from my entry point. Sounds like a, that sounds like a good plan, right? Um, but unfortunately, that stock just kept falling. And I ended up with about a 35 to 40% loss from when I first entered that trade. Now, the, the takeaway from the story there is that it should have told me something that if I could potentially double my money in a short amount of time, then the level of risk of that type of investment uh, would be higher uh, entailing a, a higher return. But at the time, I was willing to accept that higher level of risk. So even though the trade didn't work out for me, that investment fit my investment risk profile at the time. So let's let's talk about you as, as the investor. And um, let's create a scenario where maybe you have $100,000 to invest in this, in this example. Um, so number one, I would start... Um, by, by asking, what is your goal? What are you trying to do with, with that money that you are looking to invest? Because de depending on what your goals are, the appropriateness of the investment uh, will, will, will match up. So if you're trying to preserve the capital that you have and maybe modestly grow it over time, um, or are you just trying to keep pace with inflation? If you're aggressively trying to grow your net worth and your nest egg, that's going to determine the types of deals you want to look for, which is number two, identifying deals that align with your goals. So for example, a US treasury bond or a high yield savings account would be appropriate investments with someone trying to preserve their capital uh, where they don't want to risk uh, or put their capital at risk. They don't want to lose money. On the flip side of that is someone looking to grow their net worth and be more aggressive. They may consider more speculative investments, uh, maybe venture startups, uh, maybe flipping houses. Uh, there's a ton of different uh, investments out there, but again, keep in mind the higher the risk, the potential higher return. And then number three to consider is, is the outcomes. So for example, are you comfortable growing your $100,000 at a rate of 4% annualized? On the flip side of that, are you comfortable with the potential to lose any money? What if you put that hundred grand into a startup and it went to zero 
What if you lost 50% on a speculative stock? Asking yourself these kinds of questions will help you to identify what your risk tolerance is. So really, there is no right or wrong way to approach investing. It's really, it, it boils down to what are your goals and, and really think about what, what your goals are and be specific. What are your goals? Identify them. What are your objectives? What is it you're trying to achieve? Understand how you might be able to get there with different types of investments at different risk levels. So I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, a couple of practical examples uh, to help with the takeaways from this episode. So let's say again that you are a business owner and you've just sold a company uh, and you now have $10 million to invest. Well, with that kind of capital, that 4% example in a uh, U.S. Treasury bond or a high yield savings account, that might make sense for you because if you put that money into one of these uh, treasuries or, or savings accounts at a 4% yield, that $10 million will generate about $400,000 per year. So you may just need a, a stable uh, investment that preserves your capital, um, but still generates uh, suitable income from that investment. Again, that's a considerable amount of capital in this example. Um, on the flip side, let's say that you are a, uh, a young investor and maybe you only have uh, $10,000 to invest at this point. Um, but you may be willing to take more risks with that $10,000 because of the time frame that you have to invest. So in this scenario, you may be looking more into speculative investments that can aggressively grow your net worth and grow your portfolio over time. Again, two different scenarios with two different types of investors. The question is then, what's right for you and what's your next move? So that's going to wrap up this episode of the Invest Smarter Podcast. I hope you took some value away from today's episode. I appreciate you as always for being here. Please like, share, subscribe, and share these episodes with someone uh, that you think could find value from, uh, from these episodes. And as always, please leave a five-star rating and a review. It just goes a tremendous way to help grow the show and to continue to attract the types of guests and content that you as a listener want to and need to listen to. So until the next episode, thanks again for listening. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks again for listening to the Invest Smarter Podcast, the show that educates you so that you can take control of your financial future. Be sure to rate the show five stars and leave us a review. Make sure that you're subscribed so that you automatically receive the newest edition of the podcast when it's released. If you're interested in learning more about investing in multifamily real estate and taking control of your financial future, head over to our website, sastexascapital.com and take advantage of our free ebook, Multifamily Millions, How Anyone Can Invest in Apartment Buildings. And be sure to sign up for our mailing list to receive exclusive investment opportunities straight to your inbox. It's time to invest smarter. That's sastexascapital.com.